Welcome back to Culture Hang with me, Hannah. Me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from this week, last week, any week we want. Anything you want to hear, we are open to trying out. But usually mm-hmm. we just kind of have a look at things that have been taking our eyes this taking week. Taking our eyes. Is that the phrase? Is that even a phrase? I don't think it is. Catching our attention. Catching our attention in the week. And before we start, just a quick reminder that if you would like to hear more from us, and I understand if you don't, there <laughs> is a Patreon that is linked in our description, and Holly will tell you what is on that Patreon. We do two bonus episodes per month. We do Bad Book Club, where we read trashy, short, um, fun, free ebooks um on various platforms and so if you're wondering about your next thing to read head on over there we'd love to hear your thoughts we'd love to take suggestions we've been doing this for quite a while so there's quite a lot on there and we also do celebrity corner where we talk about a celebrity instance very similar to what's going on over here on the main pod um but just i don't even know just another little chat we just go bit broader we look at the beginnings the ends of people the ends of people no we don't really the do ends the ends of people <laughs> that would be horrible, be horrible predicting topic. deaths um so yeah so if you like what we're about and you want to support us that's the best way to do it but no pressure times are tough mm. and you know we're just grateful that you're listening to us so thank you so if you like us five star review Hit the hit that like button or whatever. Hit, hit the like button, subscribe, <laughs> turn on that bell for notifications. No, you can do what you want, but yeah, we appreciate whatever support you give us, whether it's listening to ten minutes of us or subscribing to the Patreon. We're very lucky and we're very grateful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um we did miss last week. We had a couple of technical difficulties. Yeah. Don't grill us on it. <laughs> no, it really wasn't our fault. The dark um, ages of well, not life yeah, without Wi-Fi. <laughs> we didn't have any Wi-Fi last week, which you might think, how would that affect you? Um, we couldn't upload a podcast. Couldn't do it. Couldn't send the podcast to each other. Couldn't upload it. it uh, we couldn't really research. I guess we could, because that's like the minor thing. But technically, we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so we ran into some hiccups, and it just was not... It was not happening. It wasn't feasible. And we maybe could have put it up late, but we were like, why would we do that to you? <laughs> We've got to stick Surely, to the schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's not scheduled, there's no point. So there you go. That's our explanation. And this week, what has kind of been happening in pop culture before we get into our main topic? Is there anything else? Well, it was like a complete dry spell until yeah. yesterday. So okay. the main things I've seen literally from this morning mm-hmm. is the... Kiki Palmer has filed a restraining order against Darius Jackson. No, I did see this, and it was it was very sad. Yeah. I, like, because there was footage. Now, I don't recommend going to see the footage. No, don't do um, it. But I think that mentioning that that exists really sadly always seems quite important now because yeah. of how often people don't want to believe. Completely. Um, you know, people who have been abused. So there is the footage. It's there. It's such a sad situation. Mm. And... It kind of made me sad because when the whole thing happened where um, he had been making the comments yeah. online about how she was dressed at the... Was it Usher's concert? Yes, yeah. And, like, I, I, you know, for me, red flag, I don't like that behaviour. No. But I think we... not Maybe not both of us, but I think maybe I played it off a little bit of, like, maybe that's just his personality, maybe that's just his yeah. belief system. Like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking that, like, that was potentially... Um, controlling, controlling or abusive behavior yeah and i think in retrospect it's just going to make me more aware of that when you mm. see it because like in my opinion i'm that like, i don't know their lives i don't know what's yeah. going on but i think the signs in retrospect were definitely there and that yeah. makes me sad that like i i obviously didn't demean the situation but i think at the time i could have been more like oh this is definitely one of the signs of like something bigger going on yeah whereas i think my response was i think this is personally bad but we don't know their relationship Mm. especially because at that point in time they did then like seem to reconcile they did i know we know that that is something that happens in situations completely like that's quite normal behavior yeah so um just yeah i was very sad about that um which isn't a surprise but Mm. yeah not not the pop culture you want to hear, but I no. think it's worth knowing about, as especially as an update to things we've talked about in the past. Completely. For but that I, context. Now. I think as well with, like, having... 
I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, I think having those discussions and following it up with it, like, obviously, the more domestic abuse survivors talk about their experiences, the more you can sort of see these warning signs. And like you said, we took it quite as on like a, oh, that's a bit weird for him to be doing that. But like, if you see someone's boyfriend posting about that in your normal life, you can be a bit like... I don't know. I think it just starts a, co- a different think... kind of conversation because it's like calling out that behavior, which it was called out by the internet. But I think it was more in a like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah, like this is Kiki Palmer. This like, is Kiki Palmer. She's fantastic. You know, she's the mother of your baby. Like we don't even know who you are. Like all this stuff. It was just. I think as well. Like, it's a really sad like ending to the story. I think. But I think as like at least a, a generation, <laughs> but like a group of people our age and younger and a bit older we've gotten so used to saying terms like red flag now mm. and that we sort of sometimes minimize it like yeah you know someone and, and i enjoy it i'm not saying don't use the term <laughs> red flag but like someone will tell me the most minor thing about yeah. like a man they know and i'm like it's like he sneezes i'm like, like red flag he's a human <laughs> literally like everything is such a red flag or isn't yeah it? but like i think more commonly red flag becomes a bit of a problem because yeah. we look at things like that and we're like red flag without always considering that like a red flag while it could be someone mm. having an annoying sneeze can also <laughs> on the more extreme side be yeah. like it the red flag you know more commonly is just a sign of something worse to come completely like wider behavior as well patterns of behavior yeah. the way they talk to but i think because we people use... and that's how he was talking to her in public exactly. on a public so we platform. don't know what it was like yeah. in private but i think when we start using and again i'm not saying not to use it but when we start using red flag for so much yeah and to cover so much behavior it can kind of take away when you use it for the way he spoke about her in public privately describing that as a red flag mm like because of how often we use it now in a way it it kind of diminished it from us realizing how problematic and controlling that behavior actually was because we're like oh red flag Mm. ick like no that's controlling (laughs) but yeah i yeah i feel like that was that was a sad bit of news to see and then on a slightly lighter note well i don't know if it's lighter for mr harry styles the internet is absolutely convinced that he has been in the process of going bald that yes. he was wearing a hairpiece. I think we might mention it in our Harry Styles episode. Yeah. Um, like last year, whenever he uh-huh. was doing his tour. And he has now shaved his hair off. So I have thoughts. Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> I, one, would like to say that in the past week, I have received messages from people being like, why is he bald? I would know other context. Like, you're his hairstylist. Yeah, I'm like, I can't like, explain this to you. Um, except I will have too many thoughts on it. My from looking at the new hairstyle, yeah, I would describe it as more of a buzz cut than being completely. Bald. It is a buzz it's cut. It's a buzz yeah. cut. It's not. It doesn't to me look like someone who is balding. No, but it maybe does look like someone with a receding hairline, which yeah. I don't think is a surprise to anyone. It happens to the best of us. We've always kind of been aware of that. Yeah. What I do think could possibly be a thing, and we'll see how it progresses. Potentially, he is getting a hair transplant, and that is why he shaved his head. Yeah, to start that process. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, okay, that's good. <laughs> I don't care. Seems painful to me. Seems so and torturous. Based on the amount of like negative response he's got yeah. to just a buzz cut, if there is a chance <laughs> that maybe he is thinning out of it, yeah, I could see why his first thought would be be going for a hair transplant because i imagine that was quite you know i imagine and it's not something i have direct experience of but when men start to go bald Mm -hmm. and it happens to women as well Mm. but when men start to bald it probably because they they seem to when men start to bald because they all seem to really they all thin out more than yeah the average woman yeah we all make we all laugh and joke about it or like at least some people do i imagine it rocks the confidence quite a significant amount it's funny this is coming up now because i've been talked i've been listening to lots of conversations i was talking about it last night about baldness because as my boyfriend rightly pointed out it is like the most terrifying thing that could happen to a man but but it's but it's also like fair i'd never i mean i hadn't 
you know, I don't really spend that much time around men, so I never was alighted to this as being a problem. But I can imagine I the trauma of waking up one day and suddenly you're you're so aware that your hair that you've got used to yes. and your hair that you can style and you're you're going bald and you're just going to look older because of it and you're going to look different really? because of it and you you know the whole like egghead thing. It must be really hard. And I've I never really felt like that. I have a lot of sympathy for it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, I do. Um, if that's the worst thing they have to go through <laughs> in the aging process. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, that's horrible. And I, I do think, like, maybe we should stop joking about it. It's not really something I joke about. Um, because no, I've, I've I, never. Like, I try not to joke in that sort of way. Because it's me. Because I think it could affect someone. <laughs> and if and you I do... don't have any control over it I know, either. I know. So it's not something um, I would do. But I'm like, if that's the worst thing, if like Harry Styles now is getting, like he's having to get a hair transplant because, yeah. you know, his confidence has been rocked. While, while it is said, and I've got sympathy for that, I'm not going to quite get the violins out because I'm like, the amount of like pressures that every woman feels yeah. and like every other person feels where like we have 21 year olds getting Botox yeah. to prevent potential wrinkles. Yeah. And like their biggest fear is losing some hair. I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah. And I recognize that. Yeah. But I feel like we're going through the trenches to avoid any yeah. sign of aging ever. Complete. And like, even I keep getting, uh, I really try and get them off my TikTok because it's just not helpful. Oh, I like but there any are all these anti-aging things. Anti-aging things. It's all these women that are like, this is, I look better than I did at 25 now. And then they list this quote unquote skincare routine and it's insane and like, they're so, it is so insane There's they these tell masks. you what to do as well yeah. they're like you need to do this yeah. and I'm like I don't need to do anything no I think honestly and we've discussed this before like in private I think adding an insane amount of chemicals to your face probably just worse than just leaving yeah. it be to a certain extent yeah. you know like I, I think the, our main problem in life is avoid the sun Yep. Get some rest and try not to be stressed throughout life. That's all you can hope for, I think. That is, yeah, exactly. That is the goal. <laughs> That's the goal in my life. Avoiding sun <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> Which reminds me, I really need to get some good sunglasses. Oh. Because I think people forget about this, that, like, you, you put sun cream on your face every day, but your eyes are also sensitive to yeah. the sun's harmful harmful rays harmful rays so get sunglasses guys and get ones that actually have protection within them um and i don't have any at the minute and i've been specifically advised that i need them because of my pale pale eyes it's not enough that i have pale pale skin (laughs) they weren't also your eyes yeah photophobia is real um, but again, don't have that much sympathy for us because again not the biggest thing but overall I, I do, I have sympathy for the balding population. Yeah, I th- and especially if you're, like, young, and you're in your, like, early 20s. Really I know he's not, but, like... some men that, like, really rock a bald look, like... Oh, God, yeah. Um, Jason Statham. There's more. The um, Rock? The Rock, very... But, like, I don't Rockin- know, is The Rock actually bald, or does he sh- does he do that intentionally? Idris Elba's kind of bald. No, he's not. <laughs> Shit. Idris Elba's not bald? I wouldn't have never would have said Idris okay, Elba. Not bald. Idris Elba, um, Stanley Tucci, obviously. The Tucci, the Tucci yeah. rocks the bald head. He I think it's a matter of like, because obviously your confidence is rocked, you don't think that then you can come out and rock that bald head. But yeah. we have seen so many people look so much better. Definitely. Mark. Mark, the one that's in Kingsman 2, and he's like, country road. <laughs> yeah, I know who you mean. Mark, yeah. know, the Mark, actor. He's called Mark, I swear. He does the weirdest Scottish accent. He really does, and then sings country road in it. He, country road. such a good bald man. He is a good bald man. Yeah, it's yeah. really... Like, I'll take him over Jason Statham any day. I think I would too, but I have... Vin a, Diesel, people fancy yes. him. Yes, yeah. 
A lot of I feel like a lot of the Fast and Furious men <laughs> are bald. They are. Aren't they? It's quite a big. It does a lot for the bald population. The bald community. Right. It's we're seventeen minutes into a podcast, <laughs> and mainly we've talked about balding. So I just want our thoughts and prayers are with Harry Styles and this potential. The thing is. He's probably not even balding. I think yeah. it's more likely that he has a receding hairline. Yeah. Because he already had a widow's peak. Is? Widow's peak. Do you mm. know who also has that problem? Me. When I tie my <laughs> hair up, I've also got the, what looks like a receding hairline. I promise you it's not. That's just what I was born with. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's a widow's peak. <laughs> anyway, so today's topic is just kind of an amalgamation of... Kardashian things that have happened over Kardashian ketchup. It's a Kardashian ketchup. I think we haven't done it in three. ages. I think yeah. it's the third. It could be the fourth. I don't know. We used to do so many. because, <laughs> yeah. But they, they were quite boring for a little bit. Yeah. But I think what's been interesting, because I have two kind of things from the third generation of Kardashians <laughs> this week. And I think that's been quite interesting that the thing that's kind of got them back in our attention is like mm. the new generation. Yeah. And pushing that new generation forward, and I'm equal parts concerned. Yeah. I'm no, I'm it. mainly concerned. But then there's a little <laughs> bit of me that's like, it is quite impressive that they yeah. are able. Whether this is Chris Jenner's master plan mm. to continue pushing the offspring, <laughs> it's like a new royal family. Yeah, it's Wanted. the American royal family. And yeah, and that's crazy. People will hate us for that, <laughs> but it it is. It is. Anyway, so... Um, Who do you want to begin with? Because I feel like... Well, there's... Some, like, some of them have got more going on. I, I kind of want to begin with Kylie. Yeah. Clothing first. Clothing first, obviously. So, um, if you have been on TikTok and, you know, vaguely subscribed to Kardashian content, mm. that I think it was October, potentially November, that Kylie put out her clothing line... Kai. Kai. It's spelled Kai. It's spelled K Y H. So just the K H Y. B I C T H. Imagine if she spelled it that way. That's so good. Kaya. Arguably better. It would be better. Um, Kai. K H Y. But I think immediately, for some people, some people got very excited. They were like, because I think she was semi trying to do it affordably some people enjoy her fashion but for other people alarm bells were ringing with memories of kylie swim how could we forget how could we forget what turned out to be one of the worst <laughs> swimwear collections created <laughs> due to poor manufacturing or yeah. so it seemed and also just not looking the price that they were retailing for completely so the clothing comes out yeah no, she gets a spread in the Wall Street Journal is how it's introduced. Of course she does. That self-made, she's self-made, everyone. Self-made, but that she's already won an award for this clothing line before it dropped. Just... So it was revealed at the Wall Street Journal before it's launched the newspaper named Kai winner of the brand category in its 2023 Innovator Award, honouring Jenna as only the third ever recipient in the category after Nike's Mark... Parker in 2015 and Skims Kim Kardashian in 2021. So this is suggesting to me you they just buy these that things. That was what I was right. Okay, <laughs> complete speculation. But there was a blind item oh. about two people. Yeah. Who were buying awards in particular this award season? Oh, there we go. One of them. And this is speculation, and we will be the first to say that we don't always trust blind items. <laughs> One of them yeah. was believed to be Kylie oh. buying awards. The other one, you will never guess who was associated to Kylie Jenner in this post. Oh, God, I don't know. Adam Driver. <laughs> don't know why, but supposedly these two are buying Were awards. Were you not here for the slander? There was a little bit of me that was like, I... Uh, like, I mm. Do you believe it? I just think he's gone so long not getting awards that like, there's probably a bit of... Although, no, so here's So some... what award would he have bought? I don't think maybe his award time has come yet. <laughs> but Do you think I he's doing it for the Oscar? He's not going to get an Oscar this year, though. Like, I don't even think he'll get up. Like, I think it'll be some niche. Thing. What, but for I his, um, his dinosaur? No, Ferrari. Oh. When he's got the white hair, but I, we, it's not out yet. Um, 
I think that I question it a little bit because this is some niche Adam Driver knowledge but from my memory at one point Adam Driver like fired his whole team or like didn't have a team and was specifically being run by his lawyer or like he only had his lawyer (laughs) I swear I might have got that completely wrong but I swear he was just he just had a lawyer Wow. I I assume maybe now he's got a publicist (laughs) and maybe they have recommended buying some awards I don't know interesting we don't know if that's true, but I think based on that, this one is a hundred percent to me to the be fact true. It's only ever been given out on three occasions, non-consecutive years. So it was the Night Guy in twenty fifteen, then Skims in twenty twenty one, and now oh. Kai in twenty twenty three. Interesting that Skims also. Yeah, no one, no one paid attention to that though, did they? <laughs> it's just like no. so. Um. Yeah, that's quite uh, interesting. One girl received the Kai um, drop and she was like a big fan of Kylie's and she was very excited for it. But then she tried it on and the trousers are so funny. I think the trousers are my favourite thing out of all of it because like it's, you know, you always talk about like the horse effect. Oh, so basically, no, people don't know. I um, have, and people have said to me in the past, like, do you think maybe this is body dysmorphia? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not me fishing for compliments. It's not me having it, like not understanding my body. This is how my body is. And I'm not ashamed of it. But essentially, the way that my legs are composed is that I got my dad's legs and the top half of my leg, quite quite muscular, bigger. The bottom half of my leg, small. No no muscle, small. And and then my, my feet are relatively dainty for the size of the rest of my body. So it kind of like... It, it, it gives horse... And then if you put me in flared trousers, specifically ones that like kind of tight at the top, tight at the top, and then go out the bottom, yeah. it's giving like Shetland horse. Like it's just. And the thing is, like people people do say like, no, that can't be true. But then I've had like situations where I've said it to people, and they've looked and been like, they've like, they've not said anything. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm not ashamed of the horse leg. I just know that's what I give. Yeah. So it's nice to know that now clothing is being manufactured specifically for the horse leg situation. Like she was five six or something, so she wasn't like tiny, but so she was an average sized woman. I think for America, let's yeah. say that's the main audience for Kai. I think the average height is five four, short. But I think tiny. that's average. <laughs> mm, I know. I think that's average. So five six would be, you know, within the at least average range. Yeah, yeah. a little bit above average. They, she was like the clothing swimming to in not... them. <laughs> and then there's a little bit of me that's like, because the main criticism I've seen of this clothing line is yeah. everything is too big in ways of it's like too long. It's made for taller <laughs> yeah. people, yeah. and also it's too big. Like the smallest size is too big for smaller people. Yeah, and then a lot of people have put this down to poor manufacturing, and I think really that is probably the cause so i don't want to give kylie this cop out Mm. but i have seen other people who are maybe like bigger like women taller women have been saying like you know something actually like something's fitting them like it kind of has been made for them i don't think that was the intention (laughs) but there's a little bit of me that's like i mean we were discussing it this morning it is kind of annoying that no clothes are fitting anyone in the way that they are intended to fit or described to fit. And that's upsetting for everyone. Um, But I do think, like, being smaller, you do have a privilege that, like, at least you will find something to fit you. Yeah. And, you know, for it to happen once while it doesn't fit, while it is frustrating, (laughs) having... other people have a much happier reaction. Mm. I'm like, okay, I can't complain too much. Like, I don't know, because like I've I've been friends with like people who are taller than me my whole life. I've always been the shortest peop like person of everyone. I've you just known. gravitate towards tall and to- women, and I, I'm like, I'm I'm probably average height. I always go for taller people. I know I've had them complain to me so many times. Trousers never fit. They don't. Trousers are always short, and then they have this like berries and cream style <laughs> like the trouser goes above the ankle they're getting the like ankle out all the time it's when um, i have a problem with jumpsuits a lot of the time exactly so if you've got something that's like three quarter length 
as soon as you sit down, that is going to look like a short that goes above your knee. Like there like, is even <laughs> I have like trousers that do that, and I like that shouldn't it's happen too to much me, leg. let alone anyone else. Like I don't know, it's it's baffling. So I, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, well, I think you know, talk all day about how the manufacturing is bad, mm. and it is poor that clothing sizes are no longer aligning with anyone no one knows what size no one's conception of anything it has been quite nice seeing some reviewers from people who like are bigger taller being like actually i really like this and i think to a certain extent i also have to listen to that and be like yeah yeah yeah, while there's a bunch of very small women complaining about you know it's too big in every way yeah there's also some women that feel quite refreshed by it i don't think that was kylie's intention it completely wasn't the intention although she did say so there was a vogue interview that she Mm -hmm. did which accompanied this she says i want people to know how completely involved i am in this she says firmly from original concept designing or co-designing if we're working together with other designers (laughs) from picking fabrics colors i've been in every fit meeting i am the creative director for the brand and marketing there's okay. not an Instagram post or video that hasn't been personally edited by me. Hmm. There hasn't been an Instagram post that has that I haven't posted myself. I do the creatives for all my shoots. I've worked really hard on it. I've put my love into it and I can't wait for people to experience the clothes. It's very personal. And then they do actually ask her about sustainability, which I think would probably lead us into the Skims comp part of um, the episode. So she adds, at Kai, we have a commitment to upholding high ethical standards and legal compliance across all our business and product supply chain. We work with suppliers and vendors who share this dedication to sustainability, accountability and transparency. That's a lawyer prepared message if I've ever heard one. Also, it's just reading from a website. Like, that's literally what... But it's the lawyer going, you can't... H&M says this. It's like, you can't lie and say you're really good at sustainability (laughs) because you're not. So we Because it's not real leather, is it? And the thing is, like, uh, yeah, once again, I have been vegetarian for a long time, so I try and avoid leather. If I were to purchase it, I would purchase it secondhand. Yeah. Um, But there must be a way around it and like sort of plastic yeah essentially because like it's what a lot of pleather is plastic it's yeah. very bad is it? or just don't include i mean the whole thing seems to be pleather yeah it can't it, it, and and so there's yeah. A bit, yeah it can't be like well made good material no. that's good for the environment and there's no point pretending it is it's not she's not the only perpetrator of this using that material everyone yeah. uses it but and also um, I don't want to say this because I understand some people like it. For me, it's just not my style. No, and it, it seems a little bit dated to me. Although people keep saying twenty tens are coming back. I I mean, if it does, fine. But like I, <laughs> I will wave it by. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want like tight fake leather things because once again does anybody want that well some people do because like this is again (laughs) this is kind of a discussion we have this morning some clothing is now made for people with like bodies that have had some work done to them yeah um, and that's fair enough but augmentation augmentation um and so especially a lot of these tight leather dresses (laughs) do benefit from or i guess maybe some people naturally just have well I hesitate to say many people naturally have big boobs, big bum, tiny waist. I think that's quite difficult to achieve. Yeah, and also it's like... The Kardashians will come into it, it happens naturally, but for many people... <laughs> they just no. lie. <laughs> they just lie all the time. Yeah, and, and I it, do think the yeah. sort of dress, some of the sort of dresses that I've seen coming back, especially these leather ones, while, you know, anyone should feel confident wearing them, yeah. in reality, we don't all feel confident wearing them. I don't know if I put them on, I'd be like, my hips do not fill this out. So no. it looks like, it almost looks like a peplum situation. <laughs> and I will not have the peplum return. Ever. Ban the peplum. Ban the peplum. She ended the interview by saying, I keep saying the word accessible, but I think it's the right word. My fans want to wear the things I'm wearing and I want that. I want to bring them to that. Which I think is such an interesting skewed on what she understands as accessibility so it's like accessibility to her and yes, her dream yeah. and her world whereas actually accessibility does not mean that for the general no. populace but it's a buzzword at the moment because everything's like this is not accessible for me you're not catering to different body types you're not thinking about like the longevity or the affordability yeah. of certain things 
So I think it's so interesting that her angle of accessibility is just another word for like, um, what's oh, it begins with an R. Right. Relatability. Yeah, relatability. But because nobody, everyone knows that influencers are not relatable anymore, and we've been in that decline since the pandemic. Yeah. I think they're now going to be like, well, you, I'm accessing you to my lifestyle. Like, I'm making my lifestyle accessible the to you. Kardashian's lifestyle will never be accessible to us, though, because it's Of very... course it wouldn't. And I know <laughs> we do want to get onto, like, a sustainability and swap over to Kim, but before we do, just a couple of things. I do think that the recent, whether, again, whether this is Chris or someone else, they're trying to put Kylie forward now as the fashion one yeah. of them all. And I think this is the pivot, because if you think a couple of months ago now, she had the Bratz range. Yes, she the did. Bratz, like, yeah. They did a Kylie range of Bratz dolls, which people <laughs> didn't love. But they were all her most iconic outfits. That's how it was described. So immediately, like Bratz are known like to have the passion for fashion. Yep. And they're putting them in Kylie's most iconic outfits. Mm, so we're starting so, there. Ergo, it's you're like, like she's what, fashionable. <laughs> she's fashionable. Her iconic outfits. You're yeah. looking at her outfits. Then she's doing a line of clothing to get her outfits out to the wider public. Yeah. Because she's fashionable now. So I think that's the move for Kylie. Yeah. The other thing that I think has been interesting just for my own um, personal enjoyment is the progression of her relationship with Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God, yeah. We haven't even mentioned this. Because her being <laughs> on the red carpet with Martin Scorsese is ridiculous <laughs> to me. What? The world How should not happen? collide. And I think it's interesting because I guess you guys will know now, but we're recording this on Saturday morning, but mm-hmm. I think Timothy Chalamet is um, hosting Saturday Night Live tonight. Oh gosh, he is, With yeah. Boy Genius. Which, Incredible. you know, it's great for most of us. That's <laughs> such a good combination. However... I wonder if Kylie will make an appearance or will be referenced um, in any of the sketches or probably. be interested yeah. how she comes out in that or whether it will be ignored altogether. Yeah, because everyone's like focusing on the... Obviously, they were hard launched at Beyonce. But everyone was like... <laughs> yeah, we were so annoyed at Timothy Chalamet. I literally was like, I don't want to be friends with him anymore. <laughs> He's betrayed me. <laughs> It was, But it was more for the smoking in a crowd. I yeah, think that's... I don't care about him and Kylie. I yeah. just... Why would she smoke at Beyonce? It's more that I have concerns for Beyonce's lungs. Completely. Like, she needs to perform. You can't get smoke in there. No. What an arrogant shithead. I know. But, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, they didn't even know they were filming. She was staring at the camera and the person that was filming the whole time. The, like it the was... girl that's grown up the most of her life with cameras around her probably knows when people are filming. Completely new. Probably. So, like, that was launched, and then they were at the US Open, and everyone was making fun of her fillers because she looked like a divorcee going out with like a really young guy and having like a midlife crisis um i can't remember the name that people came up with but it was quite it was quite cruel but it was quite good as well <laughs> but yeah everyone's like oh my god her face like why does she look so old and it's like because oh, of the fillers the t- have you seen the tiktoker now that's like why do all like a lot of people now with fillers have that sort of like look that they've smelt something really bad. yeah I and i am quite intrigued by that because surely it's so weird to me because we had like the bu- buccal fat yeah i've never known how to say that buccal buccal fat removal which yeah. everyone is where everyone was making the faces as skinny as possible but yeah. then they were also putting filler into it and <laughs> unfortunately and again i don't blame the people who had this done it is the horrible world we live in yeah but some of these people do perpetuate that standard but it has given effect to a sort of hamster style look of like having all the fat up in the topper part of your face (laughs) and then nothing at the bottom and zoe kravitz was the one that really surprised me with it because like she's had channing tatum were engaged oh yeah but anyway but like (laughs) the jaw fillers that she's had it or unless it might not be jaw fillers, but she, her face is a completely different face. You know who shocked me? Who? You remember when Liam Payne came out with his? Oh my god. Did you see that? I forgot about that. I felt bad for him, though. I felt like he went through it. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's... Their relationship is... An interesting move, because it feels less... Somehow it feels less calculated than Kim's. But it is just Pete Davidson in a different font. This is a very good point. They actually. paired them off on that um, skeet, the skeet, 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 skeet. Do you see um, both Taylor Lautners went as that for Halloween? 
Adams. They went as the Skeet Skeet Boys. I really like a niche that. reference. They <laughs> went years to ago. Heidi Klum's Halloween party as the Skeet Skeet Boys. Oh really God, good. They're such a good couple. Anyway, so we will move on to Kim. So tell me a bit about Kim's foray. Is this the Skims nipple bra? Yes. So it's basically just a normal bra, but has a tiny little, tiny little nipple. So I was like, first thought was, God, is this a new way of making women feel uncomfortable? The fact that their um, their nipples might be bigger than that. Or, Have you ever thought about that? In my thought as well, it's like different placed. It's the it's the fact that a lot of people like if they didn't wear a bra, you know, if you want the nipple look, which yeah. some people do. If you didn't wear a bra, your boobs wouldn't necessarily be held up in a specific place. No, they wouldn't. They might be going in different directions. They might be different sizes. Often. Often. It's how it works. We deal with gravity. We can't just have them up by our chins all the time. There is gravity. And also different, just different sizes. The body yeah. is, like, it's just doing its own thing. And we have yeah. to respect that. So for me, it's like, it's like uh, essentially being like, okay, well, that's not supernatural. So yeah. Let's recreate the look of, I guess, if you'd had work done to your boobs yeah. and they would sit naturally higher up, be the same size, be close together. With a tiny little cutesy nipple. nipple. That would be my initial thought yeah. on the matter. I guess some for some people, maybe that this is something they really wanted. <laughs> but it, it, for me, that was my initial thought. Like, yeah. It feels like a way of like essentially shaming women. A little Because it's not free the nip. No, it's not. Because, you know, also, can you imagine, like, say you've, you've gone to the gym, you're in the changing <laughs> room, you're, like, switching into your gym clothing. <laughs> how bizarre would it be? Not bizarre, because it's completely natural to get fully naked, but how, like, you turn around, you see a bra strap on someone's back, yeah. they turn around to face you, <laughs> they look topless. How strange would that be? Like, it would just be like, huh? But, I would think something had gone wrong and there was like little pebble or something stuck, like the fabric had like malfunctioned. I think I was in the Matrix. I'd be like, <laughs> I, I, like, I'd be like, I swear you weren't wearing a bra. Yeah. No, I, I swear you're not wearing a bra, but you clearly are, but you're not like, I also, if I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> you are completely screwed. You'd be like, wait, where's your, where's the rest of it? <laughs> I have you heard another side to this though? Because I feel like maybe there is another no. side and this is a good thing, but no. like, it doesn't to me seem it's... that way. I'd be interested to hear if there is yeah. some other opinion. They, they're creating another pro- product on a burning planet that does not need to be there for this hyper-capitalistic thing. I also think they're like running out of ideas to be shocking with nude shapewear. <laughs> because like... I mean, because as well, like the idea of shapewear and again this isn't against anyone wearing shapewear and some some people it can just feel better yeah, or you might feel more confident in that and that's one thing but the idea behind it itself is it's not really of like feeling empowered in your own nope. body it's not covering really. lumps and bumps and i know some people unquote. might use it for like compression i know that at one point they've done the pregnancy stuff and people were saying it's good for but compression. That's, that's actually helpful that's helpful i yeah. like that that's fine I, and i don't have problems with people using shapewear i'm saying and i get kind of get it like if you got a very thin dress and you would yeah. prefer it kind of like an underskirt situation yeah. or just to get that seamlessness if that's yeah. why you're wearing it but the idea of just making sure you look like you've got no, like, unsavoury fat on your body. It's ridiculous. It has never been a good thing, so I don't know why <laughs> I was surprised. No, but they've... What's... I think it's such a freeing thing, because I remember yeah. when I was a child and I started to see it more. Because, I, again, like, we've mentioned it before, we really grew up in, like, early 2000s of, yeah. like, be as small as possible. And then to go through puberty around, like, just as that was kind of... It wasn't coming to an end, but I guess the amount of, you know, hate around it was kind of changing. Yeah, yeah. But it was still difficult to go into puberty and just be like, I need to be as small as possible. Yeah. And the smallest body possible is the body of a child. Yeah. But I'm changing out of that body. Yeah. And my body is just changing without... And I can't control that. It's yeah. very hard. I remember the first time I started to see, like, people wearing, like, bodycon dresses because they were a thing at the time. Mm. And, like, not have shapewear on. Mm. I remember, like, I loved that. Like, yeah. it wasn't something... I didn't look at it and was like... Mm. I loved that. It made me feel <laughs> so happy because I was like... I'd never considered that I... Cause it, you didn't like, have to. I didn't to. want to wear it yeah. because I was like... Because I don't have 
like just an outline of a body. I have yeah. like different lumps in different places. Yeah. Most people do. Like yeah. even if you're as small as possible, you can have like little bits of fat. Like yeah. you, you should have bits of fat. And so it just kind of upsets me that it feels like we've reverted back to don't Hiding. have anything. So when I do see people just like, you know, being really confident in the body they've got in like someone like really skimp and small yeah. and like amazing. Yeah do that because everything around you is saying not to do it completely i think that's amazing it's the biggest like f you to all of this stuff which i just think is the amount of like that's what empowerment is it's like everything is telling me to not be this happy with myself yeah but fuck you i am like i think that's and i don't think skims is mission it's again it's that like oh, well, you could never achieve the Kardashian body because of the amount of work, like, physical, surgical work and, like, workouts. And three hours a day of workouts. Yeah, because, so instead, you know, you'll do it with padding and you'll do it with these different things that you can, like, slip into yeah. and you slip into Kim Kardashian's body. It's essentially what... I think someone said... I heard, like, this quote once where it was like, if, if this is my dream body, why would it be hell to get it? And I think if you have to put yourself through that amount of surgery and exercise that amount, yeah. that can't ever be natural. Like that no. just can't. I can never do that. It's not your body's One, natural scared state. Scared of surgery. Scared yeah. of putting things into my body. Yeah. Anyway, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Reading that what you will. Yeah. But what's really heinous about it, not the nipple bra itself, because that's just a gimmick, is the ad campaign that's gone along with it. Okay. So in the ad, Kim Kardashian is saying, the Kim Earth... Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Sorry, the Earth's temperature is getting hotter <gasps> and hotter. No. So she's in, she's in the bra, she's saying this. The sea levels are rising. No. The ice sheets are shrinking. No. And I'm not a scientist, but I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. No. That's why I'm in- introducing a bar... <laughs> A bra with a built-in nipple. So no matter, so no matter how hot it is, you'll always look cold. Some <gasps> days are hard, but the nipples are harder. And unlike the icebergs, these aren't going anywhere. So they're doing this because they've said, in addition to our ongoing investment in advancing carbon removal, Skims is proud to donate proceeds from the bra to at 1% FTP, a global organization that exists to ensure that our planet and future generations thrive. Kim put a number at 10% of sales for a global network with thousands of businesses and environmental organizations working together to support people and the planet. Yeah. So like 1% for the planet, essentially. Oh, yeah, um, the bra itself is made out of 84% nylon and 16% spandex. Neither material is biodegradable and they're both made from fossil fuels. Right. And nylon releases microplastics, uh, which is a significant part of ocean waste. It can be recycled, but um, only if it hasn't been blended with other fibres. And obviously it's been blended with spandex. So right, so that's can't good. be recycled. Overall, how sustainable is Skims? Uh, their website says, again, see if this uh, is ringing any mm. bells. We are committed to the highest ethical standards and legal compliance in all aspects of our business right. and product supply chain. We only work with suppliers and vendors who we believe in and share our commitment to sustainability, accountability and transparency. It is literally word for word what Kylie has just parroted. But good on you, which gives uh, brands ratings about yeah. their sustainability, has given Skims a We Avoid rating. Ooh. Say it provides insufficient relevant information about how it reduces its impacts on people, the planet and animals. I, when we say there's no ethical billionaires, it's because they do shit like this. They go and everyone's like, wow, okay. Oh, she's a bit insensitive by saying about like how the planet's burning and everything. But oh, she's she's doing something towards it. No, she's not. She's created a yeah. product that is not biodegradable. She, amongst all her other yeah. non-biodegradable products, she is a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. She has so much of the world's wealth, and she's only she's making you buy another thing to donate. Yeah, and they like as what well, like they have so many. They have so many other crimes against humanity as well, like against the environment itself to then come out and be like, we are committed. I'm like, you're not because we've seen your personal life. We see how often you <laughs> yeah. fly across the world in your private exactly. jets. Exactly. You're not, you're it's not distraction committed to this. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's so interesting as well because the speech from that advert, the way that you read it, was giving like early 2000s like... Yeah. Like, you know, quote unquote, 
like dumb blonde sort of vibe yes. like the yeah. like it was giving like the way that paris hilton used to Completely. be portrayed like the the world is getting hotter but like blah blah, blah. yeah um which is such a strange move for me seeing as like her recent plight seems to be i'm actually more intelligent i'm this businesswoman i'm, I'm a more lawyer. intelligent than you think i'm a businesswoman yeah. a lawyer and a mother and all these <laughs> other things i've got all these businesses i'm doing all these things to then have that be the move to be like the world's getting hotter but yeah. your nipples shouldn't be soft yeah. um essentially yeah it's such a strange move to have taken i mean take away the whole ethical and moral considerations of saying something like that yeah. it's just a strange career move as yeah. well because that yeah. goes against everything they've been putting forward of like this is some it's a yeah. celebrity with insight into the problems of the people she's going into prison <laughs> social justice social justice and then she's like the world is hot boohoo yeah your bra should be good <laughs> she's strange. like i think she's also going into private equity that's the other thing that i saw yeah, I like this that. is like kind of a pivot but also a distraction from private equity firms and this whole thing with like it's a nightmare of american capitalism where you've got your private equity firms that are literally like buying hospitals and then yeah it's so weird because like i think we've discussed this before that equity here has a completely different meaning so i'm so baffled like that this is what private equity is because i'm like what equity literally means fairness (laughs) <laughs> and that feels unfair. That feels so specifically unfair. unfair. So yeah, they basically just like buy up businesses and hoard more wealth. So I think that's it's not it's not the pinnacle of fairness. We could say <laughs> one would argue it's one not actually quite not. the pinnacle of fairness. But so that's the the commercial portion of that's the Kimmy. That's Kimmy. So to look at Kimmy's offspring. Lovely. Northwest did an interview with ID Magazine. I think it's one of the first specific Northwest interviews that we've seen. She's been getting a lot of attention recently for her TikToks and just generally being quite an iconic child. I think we she's could only probably ten. Say she's only ten, and they're already pushing on us how talented she is. Yeah. And congratulations, she does seem very talented. Yeah. But like, my instinct is children of that age should probably be taken out of the limelight i think it's because we did see her as a child being followed around by paparazzi and specifically saying go away yeah that it's quite sad but she did this interview um she talked about things like other celebrity kids i think (laughs) um runway shows her favorite item of clothing just pretty like chill things i mean we say chill but her favorite item of clothing was a jacket originally worn by Michael Jackson. That her Relatable. <laughs> um, but her favourite hobby is basketball. And she said, it's not a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Which is quite fun. She asked what... and She was asked what animal she'd like to be. Mosquito. Strange. Um, when she was asked to describe herself in three words. The best ever. And I think the thing that was most interesting to a lot of people is this specific... <laughs> she, I think she was asked because she likes doing art yeah. but she doesn't want to do that as her career she wants to do it as a bit on the side because her like dream career is like basketball player businesswoman, <laughs> like all these like like uh, only the child of Kim Kardashian Completely. and Kanye could have these sort is of, aware of ideas <laughs> but she yeah. says when I'm like 13 I want to walk dogs to make money to buy art supplies because everything around here is so expensive <laughs> I think people have taken this in different ways and I think I'm going to try and look on the good side. Yeah. And see that maybe then, like, Kim is not spoiling her children, which would be a good idea. I like that maybe she's teaching them to work for their money, but I know that it will be to an extreme of, like, work for your money to be a billionaire rather than... But they also... There's that, but then you look at the lavishness of the birthday parties that they throw and then the Halloween parties and all of that stuff. So it's like... I don't think she's... They're never going to have a normal life, then No, they're never going to... But I do think... I'm, I imagine that one was probably a bit more coached <laughs> than I, potential. Because, you know like, I want to raise some money for to buy art supplies. Like, I reckon it's that they... I don't think... I think in our heads we think that the children of billionaires go, I want this, and they get it. I reckon yeah. that... Mm, I, I think they probably have more special occasions than most families, so they probably get treated more yeah. often. But I reckon they don't have... Like, maybe she doesn't have I want, I get as an attitude. 
but they have about 50 million holidays that they celebrate <laughs> yeah. so i'm sure she gets treated a lot yeah but i think to her it's probably like well then i can get things whenever i want them yeah yeah and i don't know at least she has a recognition that la is expensive but <laughs> other people's responses like how ridiculous is it that the children of billionaires can even see everything's too expensive yeah like that but i think while i don't love the idea that she's been thrown out in front of everyone because she is a child yeah she does come across as a very confident child and i think we couldn't really expect anything different from kanye and kim once again (laughs) but i think if like you know for all the bad if they could at least raise a very confident child yeah who is very assured yeah that would at least be quite nice yeah i don't think we see enough of like confidence in children i think if children are asked to describe themselves in three words saying you're the best ever yeah at that age is probably good particularly as well because she's like a 10 year old biracial mm. black girl like exactly you I know think it's, it's nice to see at least confidence because a confidence from a little girl like and I just also think... like i think you know when we look at nepotism it would be so easy when she's asked to like what do you want to do when you grow up mm. be like model or something like that she said yeah. basketball and things like that <laughs> like basketball is her life she's got hobbies she's got extracurriculars yeah, like, she's not just doing nothing waiting to use the money yeah she's got way too many hobbies arguably <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that i saw in this that was really quite sad was they asked her if she likes to have a picture taken and she said yeah. she said yes only when i want to because eh i don't want to sometimes but not by the paparazzi it's sad i don't like that and i think as well the other thing that i'd seen regarding north recently was on the tv show of the kardashians i think kim was talking about how north will like go and stay with her dad occasionally and Mm. come back and be like why do we have all these maids why do we live in this mansion yeah like he lives in a flat why do we have to have all these servers and i think like a lot of people you know well i guess kim's life is an extreme i do think a lot of people resonated to that as like people who have been the parent that is the sole like you know the the person who mainly looks after the children and then when they go and see that other parent when you as the the parent like the sole carer are aware of how little the other parent does but you go out of your way not to say anything negative about them the struggle then to have your child come back and tell you how great that parent is and (laughs) how much you prefer being with them yeah i think people did resonate with that so i think that worked well for kim but you know i don't uh, i think it it has but she's also had to like sort of defend how much help she's got as well yeah it's like I, a like, double-edged anyone, sword of but then it I'm like i wish she would just be open about it because I, the whole thing when she was like work like get your fucking ass from work yeah i think like to, to like stand there and say i like i am doing my law degree i'm doing all these businesses yeah. i'm doing all these business trips and i've got four children yeah you can work harder yeah i think that like it always angers me and it angers me more being like she's hiding all the work that's going on behind oh, completely. the scenes that other people are doing yeah and it, yeah it's always bothered me because mm. like i think I think people you you know people who genuinely work hard in your life because they've yeah. got to work hard. Yeah, I know people that have done like intensive degrees and worked almost full out like full time yeah. jobs on the side. Yeah, I know how hard that is, and I know yeah. that like that like that is a necessity for them, and yeah. they don't have anyone helping them out. Yeah, they don't have like a team of people. So no. I I'll never be. I'll never recover from the fact that she said that. No, it's it's galling. It's completely yeah. galling. It's like, get off my back. You could all do this. And it's not only the amount of like people people that she pays to help. It's the amount of family she has yeah, to help, and they all already. live in one area. Completely. That's not a privilege that everyone has. Yeah. I I don't know. It's always annoyed me. I'm gonna kind of run through because we're almost out of time. Kim got an infinity sign tattooed on the inside of her lip. Weird. Weird. Also. It's not 2014. <laughs> Get a different tattoo. Um, Courtney's baby was born. It was. Rocky 13. Oh, is that the, the confirmed name? Yes, and it did seem <laughs> that. Um, God, why can't I remember the father? Travis. Travis Barker. Barker. Um, Travis Barker was drumming oh. while she was in labour. I don't know if he continued to drum as the baby came out, but that would personally irritate me. I would be He mad. put a TikTok up of the drumming. It does appear as though Courtney's filming him 
while she's in labour and he's drumming. And it was giving the bit in the Barbie film where all the Kens are playing <laughs> yeah. guitar. He's like, do not get with a musician. It's wrong. Um, and also, we recently learned on a episode of The Kardashians that Penelope Tizik is triggered by Tristan Thompson. And um, everyone was very supportive of the fact that she finds him triggering. <laughs> Courtney says she suspects it's because she finds Tristan triggering. <laughs> and I do wonder if this is like part of the reason that yeah. Courtney does seem to continue to distance herself. Because mm. as much as like we've all got to move on with the fact that Chloe's just accepted Tristan and that's yeah. her life now. But I think as like a family member to see someone like do that amount of hurt to your family yeah. and then even if they've moved on, you can't necessarily no, move on. No, I would not. I wouldn't move on. I, I don't have that in me. <laughs> no. And then I think she was saying that potentially this had passed down to Penelope. Yeah. And then even Chloe was like, um, while like I'm happy with, you know, the decisions I've made, yeah. I have to respect like Penelope and her feelings and Aww. the fact that like she may feel differently. And she was like, I actually encourage that she feels that way because I don't want her to grow up and think that treatment is normal. So I thought that was like <laughs> messed up. So fucked up. But respectable that they yeah. they let her feel the way she felt. Yeah. Because I imagine as like a young girl, if you were like, this man has repeatedly yeah. been terrible, you're not going to forgive that. It's like, And you find that as like a model of... You know, I wouldn't forgive parents. as an adult just to be. No, I wouldn't. Honest. I wouldn't. But I, what was also interesting, just talking about um, Chloe, she was talking about the experience of surrogacy, and with Kim, and she was like, because she was going through it with Tristan, mm. she didn't accept the fact that she was about to have a baby via surrogate until she was in the delivery room with the surrogate, and then she found it really hard to like bond with the baby because he was born via surrogate. The thing is, like, I think that's very. I mean, I have my opinions on surrogacy. Well, we do. Yeah, she could have had the baby herself and still not felt that bond. Like that is just something that happens sometimes. Like you can't blame surrogacy completely for that. I think it was like she'd said she felt guilty that this woman had just given birth and that she was taking the baby from her. But it's like, yeah, that's literally the the whole thing of it. All the money in the world. Yeah. And you're like, pay- and I, I, yeah, I guess like from the other side, people would be like, there's some women that absolutely love doing surrogacy, but in my opinion, it's just, I think it, it often is used by people with a lot of money. Yeah, and it is then abused, and it's very you coercive. Know, you can as look well. into the statistics of like injury and fatality from like yeah. surrogacy births, uh, mm. like on the surrogate, and then. Also, this like reports of surrogates being left with the child if it's born with some form of like disability mm. that the other like the the parent like the biological parents yeah. don't want. Mm. I don't know. It it feels not good to me. That's awful. I think it's but a, yeah, I think like not, not bonding with a newborn baby is something that a lot of people go through and then feel yeah. a lot of guilt for. So completely, I do have sympathy for that because I think then you immediately feel like a bad mother and in her case she i guess felt like evil that she yeah. was just taking a child away from someone even if it's her biological child yeah. and if talking about this child this spitting image of robert kardashian <laughs> this, like, for everyone this was confirmation <laughs> that chloe is robert kardashian's daughter because yeah. that child is robert kardashian you have a lot of people who are saying because there was at some point where kim said she went to like psychic or someone and they were like you're either like you're gonna have a son Mm. and it is going to be your dad reincarnated (laughs) and she's always talking about how the youngest son i can't remember his name is her dad reincarnated she was like he just is and a lot of people are now saying that that was meant to be a message for (laughs) chloe how messed up (laughs) if robert kardashian wherever he may be skips was like like Kim's got enough. <laughs> I'm probably gonna help our Chloe out, and just like so that we can like chill with the rumors that she's not my child. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that would be a. I like the idea that oh god, yeah. If if re- reincarnation exists, yeah, that Robert Kardashian was picky. 
like, <laughs> she's had enough. She's gone through a lot. Yeah, we'll go I think as well because True looks so like Tristan. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. So that's you know, I don't know. It's it's all very strange. The final thing was um, Courtney's Halloween costume was Kim's Met Gala look from like mm. must have been 2013 because yes. North is 10 years old. Um, and everyone was like, hang on. What didn't, didn't Travis write in his memoir that, that he, he actually dated Kim? Um, oh, I didn't think they dated. I thought he just wrote about how he was obsessed with her. No, he he wrote about that they were on like holiday together with Paris and someone else in Amsterdam, and he just kept being like, "Oh my god, she's so fit! Like mm. she's so beautiful." And then after the Ray J tape, they went on like a couple of dates. And just put, you know, really into each other. I was like, so you got your pregnant wife to dress up as a pregnant Kim from 10 years ago. Creepy. It's very creepy. creepy. Yeah, I don't like that. I think we kind of touched on that last time, but I didn't know that specifically they'd been on dates. I thought he'd just yeah. spoken about her. And he was like, I think and I just wanted con- to treat her like a princess. Like I just, I was such a gentleman I around her. there was some suggestion. I don't know if it's true that that was kind of why he moved to the area. Yeah like Calabasas to be near her and like kind of cause a meeting like force a meeting between them but he like I guess she was married and yeah didn't do it he ended up forcing a meeting with a different sister (laughs) Um, so weird to me yeah and then but full circle Mm. the Met Gala theme has been announced for 2024 and everyone believes it's a dig at Kim (laughs) I think it might be because it's like I can't remember. It's like Sleeping Beauties. Sleeping Beauties reawakening fashion, and they're specifically being like, it's like an archive of all these old old dresses. Yeah, that could like that famous dresses. Yeah, that couldn't be reworn because they're too delicate. Yeah, and they would be damaged. Yeah, so they're like putting on light shows or something with yeah. the, of the dresses. Hmm, <laughs> it's interesting because who wore. A dress that was old, like famous, very yeah, old, very delicate. delicate, and was damaged. Yeah. It. I mean, because we have heard recently, there's been a lot of blind items that potentially the Kardashians have gone out of favour with Anna Wintour. She never liked them in the first place. I think she liked them because she liked them in the Kanye era. Yeah. Or she at least liked Kim in the Kanye era because yeah. I think Anna Wintour thought Kanye was a genius. Yeah. And then. I think she probably changed her opinion on Kanye and then was like, mm, I'm not really interested <laughs> in any of them then. And that, I, that's not a defence of Anna Wintour who no. equally has done a lot of bad to the world. <laughs> but like still, yeah, I, I kind of like this little dig because I think I, I think the nice thing is that it inc- could encourage celebrities to like at least maybe buy some vintage dresses. Yeah, like dress something vintage that would be good instead of like creating these new dresses i think yeah. that could be a good move i i love when people do like a vintage look Completely. as long as it's not a dress that they're damaging yeah um so i think that that could be fun i'm intrigued to see it and i think it's a better theme than the last few themes absolutely um and i think it could i, I like the idea of like some quite delicate looks yeah and, like you know a lot of like blush a lot of pink blush on people very like cheap, fairy very fairy yeah um i just like it yeah it's a good it's I a good theme. It's good, but yeah, I do I I don't know, at first I was like, oh no, it won't be sh- like a shade against Kim and then I'm like the description of it <laughs> It's so specific as well. It's, it's very like specific. things are too so beautiful but they will be damaged if they are worn again. Also, they will never explain, be worn. Like one of the dresses they kept showing as part of like this it's the Effie Trinket dress. What? Like what? <laughs> I was so what I mean it's like my favourite dress from a movie probably. It's the Effie yeah. Trinket catching fire reaping dress. <laughs> it's the it's the butterfly. The butterflies, one. I yeah. love that dress so much, but it's beautiful. I why is it part of this theme? Like I, I don't know. I guess like it's so delicate it can't be worn again, which it must be. sucks to be me because I would kill to wear that dress. <laughs> I would Great fully... thing for Elizabeth Banks though, like Oh my god, I hope they invite her. They won't. But I I will always love Elizabeth Banks post-cocaine bear. Because what a career move. Yeah. What a strange, strange she's, career move. She's let the weirdo inside her run free, she's and like, I really like it. She produced all the, like, Pitch, pitch Perfect films. Like, it's just so strange to me. It's a career tra- trajectory. I love it. I, but I much prefer 
that she did that and I really liked that in Cocaine Bear because she was she was on Modern Family quite a lot yeah she was and I used to yeah. like her in Modern Family but she got <laughs> Mitch from Modern Family in Cocaine Bear Aww, which makes me think they have pals. friendships they're pals <laughs> um, anyway so I think that's all that we've got for today but there's probably been more Kardashian things going on but we just are... hasn't been that interesting <laughs> no, no I think these were just kind of the most interesting th- oh Kendall everyone thinks she kind of shaded the family because she was like Chris keeps trying to be like, I had a dream of you having a baby and you should have a baby. And she's like, I don't want a baby right now. And then she was like, I think when she did her confessional, she was like, I I want children one day. It's just I'd like to be married and like find the right person to do that with. And people are like, that's shade against all her sisters because most of them had their children not married and with people who turned out to be quite (laughs) questionable people. (laughs) So people were like, it makes sense that someone who's seen that happen a lot might be a bit hesitant of just having a baby (laughs) randomly. Um, But people were taking that as shade. Uh, But yeah, I think that's kind of a normal reaction for most. Oh, 28 year olds who are single <laughs> might not want to have just a great have a baby. old time. And how annoying would it be if oh, your mom's no. running around? Apparently, she called the doctor. Like, she <gasps> was like, you should have a baby. She was on the phone to a doctor. Ew. Yeah, I know. Chris. Actually, yeah, get Kendall out of there. She's, <laughs> she's not my favourite, but I feel like she needs saving. She needs to be freed. She needs to be freed from the clutches of Chris. Like, she's doing enough. She's got to deal with the business of Tequila 818 or whatever. Exactly. She's too busy. She's too busy not turning up for her modelling jobs. Anyway. Um, and riding horses. Sorry, that's really cool. I do feel bad for her about the pregnancy situation. Yeah, not ideal. Anyway, thank you once again for listening and have a lovely week. Goodbye.